You are listening to 98.9 WTRH, The Truth. If you're not listening to The Truth, then it is false. This is the Thursday, Thursday podcast. This is your host, the H-Double Hark Henry, and your lady, the her, is not with us today. We are coming to you directly from the Elephant Room Studios. Uh, today, we have a guest, and we are going to continue our topics that are centered around uh, relationships, marriage, moving forward in the next chapters of your life, and just making sure you have the good information uh, for our new listeners we welcome you and thank you for tuning in uh if you don't know what we do talk about here on the the thursday thursday podcast uh we do talk about relationships marriage uh we also talk about mental health self self self-help uh anything that can like i said get you moving forward in the next chapter of your lives make make sure you're prepared for those next serious steps in your relationships and not just relationship with uh a girlfriend or boyfriend, but relationships with your family, your friends, so on and so forth. Uh, so today I have a guest who's very close to our family. Uh, she is a relative of the her. And go ahead and introduce yourself. Good evening. Good morning, wherever you are in the world. My name is Minister Charmaine Marie. And where are you from, Minister Charmaine Marie? I'm from Columbus, Ohio, born and raised, graduated from the Brookhaven High School. Oh, Brookhaven! <laughs> that is where I hail from in Columbus, Ohio. And how long have you been a minister? I have been ordained as a minister since 2007. I was officially ordained, went through the entire ordination process. Mm. Uh, so since 2007. Congratulations on that. Um, being a son of a minister, whew, being the great grandson of a minister, grandson of a minister, son of a minister, brother of a, of a minister, brother-in-law of a minister, and nephew of a minister, uh, I understand that journey. Uh, I've seen it firsthand. It's not easy. A lot of people think that being ordained or being called to the ministry is just something you do. Oh my. And it's not (laughs) something you do. Yeah. And many people who just, who just try to do aren't very successful uh, because they're doing some of them. I've seen a lot try to do it for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And I've seen those reasons come back on them. Yeah. 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 It has been um, my experience and uh, experience of a lot of people I know when you say that ministry or being wanting to be a minister is something that you do where I have learned that is something that you run from. Right. Because it's some it is such an awesome responsibility um, to carry that weight of uh, living the word as well as teaching the word of God. Right. So, you know, oftentimes you, you, you hear people say, I want to be a minister. I want to preach. I want to preach. But, you know, of course, understanding that, um, you know, it's only one call to that. And it's not a, a, a vocation, if you will, something that we just pick up and say, I want to do. Right. And the key word, I think, in that statement you said was was living. It's, it's living and it's teaching because mm-hmm. you can't do both. Can't do both. You can't be. uh can't straddle the fence. That's right. That's and right. a lot of 
A lot of people, I've seen it, a lot of people have tried to, and it doesn't work well for them. It doesn't work. Right. So, you know, who God calls, he equips. So therefore, you know, being called as as a minister, having that calling, whatever, you know, your calling is, but we're speaking specifically about um, teaching and preaching, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we all have a ministry. Right. Um, marriage being a ministry. It but, is. Um, you know, that particular one is certainly called from God. It's not something that we should take lightly and say, I just want to put myself into um, ministry of that sort. Right. Right. Wow. That's very insightful. I thank you for that information because I'm sure somebody's going to listen and say, wow, I needed that information. <laughs> so uh, Minister Charmaine has reached out to me and she had a uh, topic that she wanted to discuss because she she knows that the, her and I uh, discuss marriages in every every way, fashion, and form because we always want to get that good information out because there are a lot of, lot of, lot of people out there giving misinformation on relationships and marriage and how to go about being in these relationships and it's funny because these and this and this is goes back to what you said marriage being a ministry and then living and teaching and a lot of the people who are trying to teach on this marriage ministry mm-hmm. are not living oh my are not living that path or or failed at living that path now yeah. they're trying to tell everybody else yeah. how to go about that right path yeah what we yeah. do we we live that path and we try to lead an example uh to lead and be an example for our family our friends and appears yeah. everyone is out there mm-hmm. and we bring those type of people on here yeah and yeah. we don't just bring people on who are just married because a lot of a lot of the people we've had on here have been married before mm-hmm. and they've been married again yep so to say that they're divorced and well they may not really know no no, that's not true. Sometimes a marriage or relationship may not work. They may not have been in that right space at that time, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. they may have gotten re- married for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. or it could have mm-hmm. been an impulse. It could have been anything. Yeah, and sure. Those are some of the things that we're going to discuss. Minister Charmaine has brought to my attention a book called Sacred Marriage. What if God designed marriage to make us holy more than to make us happy? Mm-hmm. And this book is written by Mr. Gary Thomas, who has quite a few books on Amazon. He has his own website. I believe it's GaryThomas.com. I'm going to have a lot of this information in the bio. And there's also a uh, slew of summaries on JeanettesHealthyLiving.com that I found. And if you go to the website, just look for the Faith tab. And um, once you go there... A bunch of categories will fall out and then you'll see the uh, sacred marriage summaries. So you are currently married at this this point, correct? I am married. So my husband and I just celebrated um, four years. Like I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Four years um, of marriage, four very uh, long years mm-hmm. of marriage right. and four you know four years is not a long time but being married it feels like right. a long time um this is both of our second marriage um oh, okay uh he having been married once before and and i as well so this is both of our second marriage so you know it brings an interesting dynamic um to the relationship because i personally um after my first uh, marriage and having um 
you know, getting getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had ten years to sit and think about, um, you know, that that marriage, and you know, um, just spend some intimate time with myself and with the Lord to, you know, say if I if I had ever gotten married again, mm-hmm. you know, some of my own. Uh, fatal mistakes that I I don't ever want to repeat because we have to be honest with ourselves. You know, oftentimes in marriage, you know, we want to point the finger and Mm -hmm. say it was his fault or her fault and never really admit to the fact that, you know, it takes two to tango and it takes two, you know, to dance. It takes two to destroy Mm -hmm. uh, something. So, you know, I take, you know, the responsibility of the, the previous marriage that I had. Right, right. And it's interesting that you said that. Um, my last episode, I had a good friend of mine, Corey Winborn, on here, and he was married before. And he said before he met his current wife, he had to take time for himself mm-hmm. to kind of get himself back together because mm-hmm. he, he felt a certain way. You know, he, he discussed a lot of things that happened, but he had to rebuild himself, you know, personally and mentally. Yeah. And um, that's that's a struggle. And I had one of my best friends on here who, after eight years, he admitted that he's finally able to move on from his divorce. Mm-hmm. He's no longer upset when he sees her face. Yeah. And yeah. wow. And he even had to say, even though his situation, he can he can go out and say, well, she did this, she did that, which mm-hmm. is obvious he did. But then he said, you know, I had to look. Yep going forward it's like what can I do different what can I do better what was wrong with me that I didn't see this and so forth so just because uh, someone leaves a marriage or a divorce it doesn't necessarily mean you're a failure Uh, just means that you you might have to rethink or prioritize yourself to get to the next level to where you want to be now there are people who break up because they did bad in marriages sure but you know that's their story and, and I think it's important when we get people like you to say, yeah, I was divorced and I had to see my fault mm-hmm. as opposed to people who say, yeah, I was divorced, but this is what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. And not 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 accepting blame or mm-hmm. their correction or your own responsibility right. for the, the the failed marriage. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's a very that's that's key. I mean, you know, even with this book talking about, you know, this book, Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. Mm -hmm. um, What if God designed marriage to make us holy versus happy? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, being married, you know, having that stick to itness. And um, um, that's a part of holiness, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because the Bible tells us that he wants us to grow in holiness to be holy because I am holy right and you know marriage is such an awesome institution um it's such a it's 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 a spiritual institution it's even hard to say you know that it's just intimate it's spiritual you mm-hmm. know and and God desires for us to be holy and so in that institution that spiritual institution where we're becoming one you know we are laying down our own will in our own way to for God to mold us and to make us one Right. In in marriage. Right. Right. He even says that that we will become one flesh. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll discuss that later as well. Mm-hmm. So how did you come across this this particular book? So I I, I do um, back in my 20s, early 30s, um, 
I would say my early 30s, I, I really picked up a love for reading because, you know, when I was younger, I, I wasn't one that, you know, would sit around with a book. Um, I, I didn't really enjoy reading, but it's just amazing how even, you know, this call to ministry, I would just, you know, if someone, for instance, wanted to give me a gift, you know, I remember a, a conversation. I was, someone wanted to give me a gift for my birthday and I asked them for a Bible commentary, not really knowing why I asked for that Bible commentary. I right. just, you know, I just, I said, you know, it might be something good to read, but I never actually read the book. I just, I began to collect books that was that I didn't know was going to help me in my future right um, and so that's how um, I'm not really sure exactly where I got this book from even the pages of this book are a little bit older looking mm -hmm. but um, it, it became a part of a library that I was knowingly co collecting but not knowing that these were going to be resources to help me in my future okay. hence the awesomeness and the wonder wonderness of god <laughs> wow wow that's that's amazing because you you came across a book and years later it became a, a key key stepping oh, stone man. in your marriage yeah yeah because you know being married you know is you know you you it, I'm, I'm very transparent. You know, you right. contemplate leaving, you contemplate, you know, is this for me that I make a mistake? And, you know, in the, in the midst of that, God always has a ram in the bush. And mm -hmm. I just, uh, happened to, to see this book. I was attracted to the book sitting on my shelf and it, it was like God illuminated that book and I picked it up. You know, and, and when I was when that question, you know, what if God designed marriage to make us holy versus happy? That like struck me. Right. Because that made me understand and realize that marriage is 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 more about God um, than it is about us. Right. Um, you know, we say that we want to bring God glory. Right. You know, in our in our lives, you know, well, how do we bring God glory in our marriage? Because right. it's it's all about him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that, because um, I think a lot of people and this was in the book, this was like in the second chapter where I was doing a little bit of my research where it talks about the romance of a marriage mm -hmm. and people are kind of blindsided, so to speak. I'm, I'm, you know, paraphrasing my own here, how people are kind of blindsided by the romance of being married. Mm -hmm. And um, the book kind of goes in on how you can't base your marriage on the romance of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a, a movie, you know, a chick flick movie where <laughs> guy meets girl and oh, he's dreamy. And uh, what's that movie? Uh, you got mail where they met yeah. on, you know, and then all of a sudden they connected, they're yeah. in love. That's the romance yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of people don't really think about the work of it. Ugh. And I think a lot of people don't understand what the work of it is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's essential to mm -hmm. any marriage. And I think that's where, where you're talking about the holy part. I think that's very essential to the conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, of that type of work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, marriage is, is, is literally about serving and, and laying your own, 
laying yourself down, Mm -hmm. you know, for, you know, for the sake of the marriage, Mm -hmm. because you have so many components, so many working components to a marriage. You have children, um, you have a ministry, you have people that are looking at you that hope to be married one day. They're Mm -hmm. on the outside looking in and, you know, they can look at you from across the room and be like, oh, I want a marriage like that. You know, um, you know, there there are a lot of components um, um, to marriage. But, you know, it's it's all about am I willing to lay down myself, my life, my will, my way for the sake of 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 demonstrating a glorified unity in front of people and even having that in my home It's you know, I'm, I'm not a fake person. Right. You know, I certainly, you know, don't I don't I don't want to put on a facade. You know, if, if, if we ain't feeling each other, we're not feeling each other. Right. You know, um, but at the same time, you know, when we when we step out together, we have that understanding of that. We are one. Right. You know, that we are we are one in this marriage um, by way of the Holy Spirit. You know, it takes, you know, a great relationship with the Holy Spirit within each of ourselves. You know, those I mean, that's an independent conversation, I guess. But um, yeah. Right. And and her and her and I, we've been married for about four years as well. Yeah, y'all got y'all got married before we (laughs) right before you did. Yeah. Same year. But we got married. Was it the same year? Uh, (laughs) Twenty. Yeah, we got married in 2017. 17, so did we. Okay, okay, so it was a few months later that we got we got married in October. Y'all got married in June? August. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have it on our fingers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, That's a good idea. Yeah, and you know, even though we we approached it before we got married, we approached it in a work in a way that worked for us. Mm-hmm. And both of us coming from uh religious and spiritual backgrounds, we definitely kept we kept God in it. Um, mm-hmm. We moved in together before we got married. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We didn't get as much opposition from that as we expected. Mm-hmm. I guess it's because it's, it's a new time. It's a new day and age. Mm-hmm. But we still kept our faith strong, and we knew once we opened the door what we had to keep first. Yeah. And we, the one thing I had to learn was not to be selfish, but be selfless. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I don't mean that just for her, but I mean mm-hmm. that spiritually. Yeah. Because like you said, I still have to serve God. Yeah. And a marriage is, is about serving. Mm-hmm. So I have to, even though I have to serve my wife, I still have to be in service to God and his son, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's the one thing I have to keep in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to yeah. do anything that takes me out of that serving role yeah. or take me or makes me look like something that I'm not. Yeah. But the beautiful thing is when you when you look at that and serving, you know, the needs of your wife, you know, yeah. you're literally you're, you're you're doing what God what makes God smile. You're you're serving you're serving her. And at the same time, you're serving, you know, the Lord right. at, at the same time, um, because when Jesus went to the cross, it was all about him sacrificing himself for us. Right. And and in the in turn, you know, that's for some of us, that's a cross that we bear, mm-hmm. you know, to, to take up um, uh, to, to to lay down ourselves and take up that cross to serve other people as painful as serving can be sometimes in yep. marriage <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> serving yep. in marriage uh, oftentimes is not easy you no. know it's, it's not easy no especially 
Well, I, I've explained her to her, my background and she, you know, her mouth just drops open. <laughs> but when you, when you come from that type of background where you don't have mm-hmm. to serve anybody, yeah. but you, you treat people in a way where they need to serve you yeah, yeah. and you yeah. use them for that. So then when yeah. it's turned around mm-hmm. where I have to be serving and, mm-hmm. uh, even have to be a leader, which, yes. which is not as easy as you think yeah. when we're talking in this sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even though I'm a leader in my home, uh-huh. I still have to ma- maintain that on my shoulders as I leave the home. Right. I have to be, a, I have to lead by example in front of my peers. And yeah. even if I, a past relationship, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still got to be a leader Yeah. because if, if I lose that sense of leading or serving for my wife, yeah, I can falter. Yeah. Correct. And, and that's yeah. something that, that I don't want to do. Yeah. And again, that's that work. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that mm-hmm. you have to do. Mm-hmm. I like to, I, you know, I hear it defined as servant leadership, mm-hmm. you know, um, in, in our home and, you know, on our jobs or wherever we are. You know, I have learned to take on that role as as a servant leader, mm-hmm. um, because unless you know how to serve, you know, and serve properly, mm-hmm. serve people, how can you lead, you know? Right. It, it, it becomes a it becomes a more interesting and easier dynamic when you can incorporate servant leadership. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think, you know, for uh, our husbands, you know, you have you have a magnificent responsibility as as a husband. You know, you you are called to love your wife as Christ loves the church. Oh, yep. You know, that is a awesome responsibility it is. Um, for for our husbands. And I think as wives, you know, we have to really consider that because our husbands are going to stand before God and, and have to give an account for that 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 marriage that he placed in your hands, you know, to right. take care of and to nurture. So I think for husbands, it calls for come for you to come out of um, some of those more masculine elements mm-hmm. where you have that wife to help you um, to uh, open up that more nurturing side, because that's again a part of servant leadership is learning how and knowing how to nurture, you know, what what you have. Right. Um, and, and the way you present that, a lot of men might, when you put the nurturing part out there, a lot of men might kind of frown on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and even though I, I even said the point, I said the word about um, submitting to my wife. Yeah. And oh, and I th- and I and I personally believe and I don't care who, who says what you have. You have a have to have a certain mindset to say that and believe that. Mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. even when I say submitting to my wife, yeah. there's, there's there's not a weak bone in my body where Absolutely. I can't handle what I need to handle. Yeah. But I confront any weaknesses that I may have in myself mm-hmm. in order to continue this relationship with her mm-hmm. and continue this relationship with God. Yeah. So even in a sense, even though I have to love her and respect her, I still have to submit to mm-hmm. her will as mm-hmm. I, I do guys because she she's going to need me for things certainly and i can't project myself before her yeah sometimes i have to I have to slow down submit myself and say you know what do you need mm-hmm. or what do we need to talk about mm-hmm. or what is it that you have a problem with yeah that i need to fix for you yeah or it's yeah. a problem within me yeah and and that's something a lot of men can't do and in mm-hmm. my in my eyes mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. consider that a weakness that needs to be mm-hmm. 
fixed in, in certain people. And I had to fix that because there's no way in the world I was, I'm just going to let her, I, I'm going to submit to my wife or even I was in that mindset. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I've, I've learned that's not what that means. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I, I think that, you know, I'm not a guy, you know, but I, I try to be very observant because my husband is very masculine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's very masculine in, in the whole sense of the word masculine. Um, and so that, that more, softer side not exactly. it's not just a woman thing you right. know um although in feminine in being feminine it's easy to for us to to be soft because that's a part of our nature but for a guy that's that's a little bit different and i think that men sometimes just immediately get turned off when you saying you know nurture using those type of 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 words and and having to incorporate that incorporate that into the marriage right with your wife Right. Who is in every sense of the word has emotions. Yep. You know, we operate from those emotions, yep. which is oftentimes a foreign language mm-hmm. <laughs> to our husband because you don't our husbands because y'all don't live in that place. Right. I've always looked at that part of the woman as the part as the best part of us that's missing because mm-hmm. her and I have Genesis chapter two, verse twenty two tattooed on our hands and that's the the verse Mm -hmm. where uh god put adam to sleep yeah pulled the rib out yeah made a woman Mm -hmm. and in the bible woman means part of man yeah so in a sense god has taken the best part of us yeah to make this part of us so this this part is the more emotional the rational side of us yeah that has been pulled out of us and and Mm -hmm. that's why i say we're always incomplete until we find that exact one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then so then it's like uh you're bringing those two together and that's why in the scriptures that says you become one flesh one flesh because yeah. you were separated by mm-hmm. flesh mm-hmm. for man and woman mm-hmm. and when you become married you become that one flesh so mm-hmm. you're you're back in sync yeah 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 absolutely you know I, I love this story of creation i think that that is you know my favorite um a side of what Christ did for us. Creation is so profound to me mm-hmm. because, you know, when we talk about submission and when we talk about a woman, you know, respecting her husband, if we learn some keys, it, it, it can be beautiful how we become in sync. We just, we begin to operate off of one another. I think that Think about the story of creation. You know, God said that he created us or man in his image. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes I believe people look at that as though he's talking to the gender man. He's talking to humanity, man in his creation. And when he said that, the Bible says that he spoke to us which was in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And then later in, 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 in the text, he talks about how then he created them male and female. Right. Right. But he gave responsibility to the man first. Right. And when Eve came on the scene, when, when he, when he took Eve out of, uh, out of the rib, she, I believe submission is innate, innate in a woman. Right. Uh, she wants to submit. Right. Because she you see Eve just she gravitated to her husband. Exactly. You know, um, he led his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about submission, submission, submission is a gift. And to me, it comes from the right leading servant leading from that husband. Right. Um, because a woman wants to be led and feel safe in where she's going with him. Exactly. Um, a woman wants to be able to just take and lay everything about her at his feet. 
But if she doesn't feel secure enough to do that, she's, she's taking that it. submission away. Right. Um, because she doesn't feel safe giving it. Right. You know. Right. It's it's so interesting that you said that because <laughs> a couple episodes ago, uh, my sister Meek Perry, we did a podcast with her about being single, secure, and strong. Mm-hmm. And I talk about it all the time. I think I've even uh, talked about it in a couple other episodes. Sometimes I talk about stuff too much. I don't care. <laughs> but when people leave that impression I like on the me, attitude. I'm adopting the attitude, <laughs> right. Joe. I just talk about it. But, but when people give you their self, their their honest self, they plant a seed on you. Man. And I've known Meek a long time mm-hmm. and she's always grown on me. I see I see her doing this and this and this and this. That's why I had her on my show. Yeah. Yeah. And she said the almost exact same thing you said. She said, we want to submit. Yeah. This is what we want to yeah, do. Nothing thrills us more. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and like my buddy said on the last episode, s- some women aren't trained for that because mm-hmm. they've been through so much or they just haven't had yeah. the proper teachers yeah. or yeah. they yeah. don't have yeah. uh, the proper ministries in place for them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a struggle. And I think that's one of the reasons why. Mm hmm relationships and marriages are Mm -hmm. struggling today yeah yeah even in my upbringing I mean Tasha knows that we grew up around marriage you Mm -hmm. know we still have grandparents you know Joe you you know part of our family we still have grandparents that are married and you know when my grandmother's uh, mother and father passed on they were married right Um, I grew up in a home where my dad was married and I can't I can't you know I had that in my view in marriage Mm -hmm. but then I think about I had a failed marriage Mm -hmm. you know Um, and so it's not that I didn't nobody ever came to me, you know, and say, Charmaine, this is how you be a, become a wife. This mm-hmm. is this is how you, you know, conduct yourself as a wife. And I look at my grandmother and some things that I see my grandmother doing, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not that's not the time that I am living in today. Um, not saying that I'm not serving my husband, but in, in today's woman, you know, we're not the we're not in the kitchens anymore, so to speak. Right. You know, where, you know, men thought that that was a woman's place. I, I I know that's a, probably a different show because I absolutely beg to differ because we right. all got to have some domestic skills, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, know how to cook and those kind of things. I mean, we can even get into Bible when it talks about how the man used to be the keeper of the home and the woman mm-hmm. went out. But that's a different conversation. And to me, it's just all about unity and, 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 and taking everything that we've learned. You know, my husband, his his dynamic and upbringing is a little bit different. And we bring that together and we conduct our home and our marriage that brings glory to God. But how do we want to do it? Right. You know, so do you think for a man to he can love his 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 wife or his spouse with a stronger sense of purpose than what he already has? <sighs> than what he already has. Wow. Um, my husband is, is a, is a minister and he, you know, endeavors to pastor one day. Mm-hmm. That is his purpose. Right. And then I think about how do I come in and help support that purpose and, 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 and also know that I have purpose as well and that I have hopes and dreams and things that I would like to achieve, you right. know, as well. And so I think that it takes prayer <laughs> yeah, <laughs> prayer and the leading of the Holy spirit to bring that 
together because we choose our spouses. Mm-hmm. You know, we we you know, I, I, I you know, when people say that uh, this is who God chose for me. You made that choice based on what what you felt like would the answer that you was getting from from God, because mm-hmm. um, we can never say, you know, like Adam did that woman you gave me. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, we, we make a choice. Mm-hmm. And so we have to make sure that before we get married, that we know where each other where we're going. It's because marriage is a spiritual institution. Are we are we walking the same way spiritually? Right. Let me ask you this. After reading this book, Mm -hmm. do you think there's something that (laughs) Will and Jada Smith can learn? (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I and I say I don't say this, you know, I don't I don't say this because I, you know, I, I'm grateful that I have the love of God in my heart. I do. Right. I just watched something by Will Smith and we've all listened to Will Smith's music. We've watched. I have a lot of compassion towards him. Yes. In that marriage, right. um, I, you know, I pray that that um, um because I'm not certain if they are believers in Jesus Christ. Um, and I pray that if they're not, that um, that God will reveal himself to them where they answer the call. Right. Um, because they'll never be able to say that I didn't know you mm. made a decision. Um, so I would start there with the Smiths. Okay. <laughs> with Will and, and, and Jada Smith, that first that they come into um, the, the, the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of what they have, we, I think a lot of us, we, we still are on the outside looking in, Sure. but it seems like for some, for some reason they want to open the door into everything that they're doing. And it's like, they want to change and not, not just them, but it's like a lot of people want to change the, the structures of, what a marriage or what a relationship or even what a marriage is today. Yeah. And they don't realize the complications with doing that because yeah. it's not just, yeah. and it's, it's not holy. And, and I, and I think that's the one concept of this book Yeah, because why did they get married? Yeah. It, it wasn't, just to be happy because they, they don't seem happy. Yeah. They seem like they're together. Mm-hmm. And then on that sense, what they're doing, it isn't holy. Yeah. And you know, that could just be our judgment, mm-hmm. but based on the upbringing that we have and mm-hmm. what we know, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where the struggles and the backlash, because even the people who aren't in relationships are even like, stop talking to them. Mm-hmm. Stop talking about them. Yeah. Because yeah. Even though these the people that's even saying it may not even be in the church, they know that's not a legit Yeah relationship to be in that's yeah. nothing positive of you know the things she says the things they've been through the things yeah. that they experienced together yeah. or apart yeah i don't really um you know i used to i think i've watched a couple of the little the, the red table talk i don't really follow them on on social media mm-hmm. um but i will say two things number one that holiness is is quietness wow I, I think that holiness is quietness because, you know, the Bible calls us a peculiar people. Mm-hmm. And and when when holiness is in us and before us, um, we don't we don't we don't 
it's not in us to open up ourselves to to everything and everyone. I think that that there is such a majesticness and a beauty to holiness. It's a mysteriousness. You know, when you look at a couple and and you can actually see that glory of holiness on a couple, especially a couple that knows the Lord. Right. Um, and it makes you wonder. It, it, it becomes mysterious to you. You're drawn to it. Now, as far as the Smiths, they anytime that uh, that people humanity is separated from God, they use other things to fulfill that void. Mm. That void that they're after is their longing for God. Right. So they'll they'll use different religions, money and material things, sex and wow. all, alcohol, all kinds of things to fill that void that they have. Mm. Um, and I think that is it's heartbreaking to see because they opened up their 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 world to people. They I do. think it's heartbreaking to see two people that are wealthy and in I think miserable. I, do. I, I would agree with that. I think. And I don't say that in a, in a malicious way. I say right, that right. with compassion. Um, yeah. And I, w- I wouldn't say, I, I agree with that, but I wouldn't say that like they hate their life, but, it, but you see like he's off doing other stuff. He's jumping out of planes. He's, yeah. uh, uh, I just watched welcome to earth and I watched right, it right. three times. It was a, it was beautiful. Right. Oh my God. I think that every episode was beautiful. Right. I and, do. And you see him mm-hmm. out there doing like yeah. that stuff to recapture that joy mm-hmm. or almost that, mm-hmm. that holy appeal yeah. or something that he's missing. Yeah. And he's in all these projects. He's written this book to yeah. open up. Yeah. And which yeah. I think is almost backfired. Cause it seems like he's trying to open up and kind of say where, what's made him miserable. Like yeah. I wish she looked at me like Tupac. Yeah. yeah. So he's exposing <laughs> that, trying to get that yeah. in. Like what's yeah. that empathy and that sympathy. Yeah. So yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. And she comes off as a little bit, man. <sighs> right. I mean, she she does. I used her to thing. love me some Jada Pickett, I man. Do too. I think I, you know her. Her and um, what's that movie with one of the Wayans brothers? Um, just her, cause I'm a I'm a small frame woman, and she's a small frame mm. woman, and you know her attitude was sharp. Um, she was like that no nonsense. Oh, um, you talking about shame? Shame. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. She and was that's fine. how I perceived her. She was fine. You know. Yeah. Um, that's how I, I perceived her. And I really liked, liked her as an actress and I would probably like her as a person, I would imagine. But, you know, it's just as you grow spiritually, you know, and, and, and we're all married. It's interesting to see the paths that people take. Yeah. And and you almost sit back like, no, yeah, you know, yeah. it's not that way. Right. Don't do that. Right. Wow. <laughs> that, that kind of thing. So I was. Looking through some of these summaries here, so embracing the difficulties of a marriage. Now, me and her, we've had, we haven't had many challenges. We've had some, not, yeah. we haven't had the ones where we like, I don't want to see you for three months or something like that. Yeah. We might, I might have slept downstairs, but yeah. a lot of that was, was yeah. me, not her, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but those are things that I had to overcome myself mm-hmm. and knowing seeing how my stubbornness or my selfishness whenever it comes back affects her leads me to not do that again mm-hmm. that's beautiful yeah because yeah. if because with without her and i've said this before without her 
I wouldn't be at this point where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have this podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah. I wouldn't be uh, engulfed in your family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I wouldn't have the things that I have yeah. without her. Yeah. And that's not in like a, a financial sense. That's just in a, in a personal and a mental yeah. and a spiritual sense. Yeah. Without her, I wouldn't have what I have. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that's sheer humility mm-hmm. to be able to recognize it, to be able to say it, um, and even to share that with your wife. That is where that, that brings her t- to want to even give herself more to you um, as as a wife and as a woman. That's that's a beautiful thing. And that's 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 spiritual mm-hmm. where where the two of where two people can intertwine their strengths and their weaknesses. Right. right. And 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 she knows where her weaknesses are and mm-hmm. where your strengths come in to to help her in in those things. When you don't have that in marriage, everything is difficult. Right. Everything is difficult. When you don't have that in marriage. Right. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about people not being mentally healthy when pursuing a relationship? Well, with people with with this book, the title of this book, just minister all by itself, making you holy instead of happy. If you're willing to submit yourself to the to the marriage, you're going to find out how mentally unhealthy you are. Yeah. You, you, you will discover that right. because God is going to reveal it. Right. And you have to have the wherewithal, the the humility, the fortitude to be able to look yourself in the mirror. Even if it's just if you're reading the Bible, you know, the Bible the, tells us the scripture tells us that reading the Bible is like looking into a mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you're married, that thing is amplified. Um, and and if, if you're willing to allow uh, the Lord to deal with those those mental ineptitudes that we have and admitting those things and, mm-hmm. and, and being able to confide some things in your spouse, um, you can become healthy together. Right. And, and I think a, a, the other thing about that, too, for especially for men, when you say mental health, people still don't understand what mental health is. Yeah. Because when you say mental health, well, I'm not depressed or I'm not mm-hmm. this or mm-hmm. I don't I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. But mental health has such a broad, a broad spectrum that yeah. like for me yeah um uh, my selfishness mm-hmm. and my anger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is is a mental health weakness yeah and yeah when they kick in yeah i could shut down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i won't <laughs> mm-hmm. uh should mm-hmm. tell you i won't say anything for two weeks flat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it becomes an issue where mm-hmm. I'm battling myself yep. because I don't want to be in that bubble, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to get out of that bubble. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to face my wife mm-hmm. after I sat in this bubble so long mm-hmm. and I know that she's upset or disappointed or even hurt. Yeah. yeah. And that's a mental health issue yeah. that I had to look at myself. I had to address myself mm-hmm. and I had to discuss it with her. Mm-hmm. So not to to do that again because then that affects her mental health. Of course. Yeah. And it affects her in a way that's that's not healthy. It's amazing how, you know, what you saying that that it affects her mental mental health. Right. It does. Um and that's why I say that the resp- the just the awesome responsibility that a man has, he has to seek to be healthy mm-hmm. because, you know, in this spiritual institution that we're in in marriage, it does affect the woman. You may not have to say it. she feels your spirit. Mm-hmm. She feels um what's going on, you know, with her spouse. I mean, mm-hmm. y'all are intimate. She knows 
you. Um, and so it's important for that husband to be mentally healthy. You know, you would you know, before you approach marriage or get into marriage, of course, that's the ideal thing that you're ready. It's not just about the financial piece, because from what I have learned and from what I understand, you know, the man ain't looking for the woman to be the breadwinner. He Mm -hmm. ain't looking for her to have the the money and all these things. He's the provider, you know, he's looking to her for other things, you know? Um, And so that mental uh, wellness in the marriage is of course important for, for both people, woman and man, I want to make sure I say that real clear, but for that husband to be mentally um, well, because we're body, soul, and spirit, you know, is, is, is astronomical. It's it's very important. Right. This is a very strong book because it's really, it really hits on a lot of those points as far as uh, being having a servant heart, like we have already discussed. Yeah. And a couple other things, like little minuscule, well, I don't want to say they're minuscule or minor. These are key things mm-hmm. about when you're in a relationship. Just because you're, you're married, you don't stop being friends. You don't yeah. stop being kind. Yeah. You yeah. know, my my wife is my yeah. friend. Yeah. I mean, I my boy Rob, that's that's my best friend. My mom says he saved my life. Whatever. Yeah. Um. He's like a brother to me. Yeah. And and my whole crew, we're like brothers, mm-hmm. and that's how that's how we address it. When one of us need help, yo, the brothers got to get together. Yeah. Yeah. And but my wife. Yeah is my best friend. Yeah, yeah. Just because we're married, I don't stop being kind to yeah. her. I don't take away the representative yeah. or peel, you know, just yeah. keep it on surface. Yeah, I, that's beautiful about in marriage, man, because I'm, I'm one of them kind of women that one of my favorite songs back in the day was, you know, with LL Cool J, Round the Way Girl. Right. You know, I'm, I'm that type of woman. Mm-hmm. I know how to kick it with my husband, have a good time with my husband. And I'm a, I'm very silly. That's my nature. I'm silly at heart. I like to laugh and joke around. And when you are courting someone and, and when you get married, you still have to be able, and that's what brings the romance to me because you can right. still, you know, not take stuff so serious and just be friends with each other. And I, I enjoy going for walks. That's one of my mm-hmm. very favorite things to do, going for walks and riding bikes. To me, that's romance in my marriage, laughing with my husband. We watched something one day, um, um, it's a show called Sex Sent Me to the ER. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. It's called <laughs> Sex Sent Me to the ER. Okay. And we just, and it had been such a long time since we had laughed together when that when that came on. And we just, I'm telling you, we, we laid in that bed and we cracked up laughing so hard. <laughs> you know, and, and those, those are the things that really heal and bring us together mm-hmm. when we can be friends with each other just that's that man, that man is my friend right you know yeah. that's that's a beautiful thing because I think it makes that husband title and wife title a little bit lighter it makes it a little bit easier it does it yeah. does because when when you hear the word husband wife marriage Ugh. people you hear think, responsibility yeah, you think and, you gotta grow weight. up Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I t- I'm, yes. I tell anybody. I still play video games. Yeah. I still watch cartoons. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. This is what I like to do. Yeah. And then as I got to know my wife, mm-hmm. I found out she used to watch The Last Airbender. And she said, <laughs> oh, that used to be my show. I'm like, what? <laughs> so now she talks about me because I'm into mm-hmm. comics. She's like, your nerd is showing. All that other <laughs> crap. But 
she's sister she wants to know yeah. so like I've got her in the Dragon Ball Z yeah. and she said well what happened to Vegeta yeah. why did Frieza come back I said oh you ready for all these details <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. that's our friendship that's your friendship so we're not sitting yeah. here yeah. sitting here smoking a pipe yeah. reading a newspaper yeah. and all this other stuff I try not to play with her because she plays too hard <laughs> and doesn't know when to quit but it's it's, it's our friendship and yeah. then like I said we, we continue to be kind yeah yeah. And when we did the five love languages, mm-hmm. which we talked to all of our, our guests about. Yeah. That's one. That's something that comes up when we say mm-hmm. words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's being kind. Yeah. That's telling them how you feel about it. That's yeah. just being nice. It's yeah. being kind. Or they say, I like gift giving. Yeah. That's being kind. I'm giving yeah. you a gift. Absolutely. And, or a touch. Absolutely. That's being kind. Oh, my gosh. Right. Touch, <laughs> touch is so I told my husband the other day, I said, do you realize how how healing touch is? Right. Touch is so it's a, it's, it is it is very healing. Um, Joe, you know, I had a stroke, right. you know, right. and a part one half of my body is numb. You know, he could touch my leg and I feel the sensation, but I don't feel it like I would on the other side mm-hmm. of my leg. And I asked him, I said the other day, I said, babe, do you know how healing touch is? Right. I said, just just rub my back. You know, I was stressed. Mm -hmm. I was actually feeling the sensation of stress and Mm -hmm. it was building anxiety. And I just needed him to just touch me. Right. So I could. And it actually, as he began to massage and and, and nurture, that that feeling of stress went away and the anxiety began to subside. Right. Because I began to feel safe. I began to feel cared for and loved. Right. All of those things that come with touch. Right. Right. Yeah. Just being kind. Yep. Just yeah. be kind. <laughs> just be nice. Just, just be nice. That's what I say to my husband sometimes, baby. Just be nice. Be nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I try to, but I gotta keep my gangster going. <laughs> be nice. Yes. <laughs> would you Would you think that a, a marriage is one of the greatest challenges in the world? It is the ultimate challenge outside of um, not outside of, but being a mother and a father. Mm-hmm. Um, marriage is a test of the will it is it will make you crazy if you let Mm. it I mean literally I mean some people have gone crazy behind marriage Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, because the two wills never never intertwined okay you know right right. Um, and that's that's important and I think that one thing that I say about a woman is that she has the ability, the natural ability to influence. She oh, is yeah. an influencer, oh, yeah. you know, um, just by the way that we live our life. Yep. You know, we, we don't always have to talk. Sometimes my husband say you talk too much. OK, let me shut up. Right. But I'm going to influence. I'm going to lead that way. Yeah, I, you I, know. Know, I know that has repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Well, this is, you know, in Second Peter, you know, he talks about, you know, um, the, the, the wife within an unbelieving husband mm-hmm. and how to draw him. And it's not through her words. Right. It's through her actions, through her influence, you know, by her. As we were talking about April Mason, she calls it the feminine wiles. You know, mm-hmm. um, it draws him to her and God, I believe. Right. Yeah. Right. We're ma- we, us ladies, we are magnificent creatures. Right. And I'm discovering that in marriage. Uh, I've, I've known <laughs> that a long time. Um, what's, what's the uh, poem by, uh, uh, I just had her name. I, I Maya for- Angelou? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
Phenomenal Woman. Phenomenal Woman. I'm a Woman Phenomenally. Yes. Yes. And there's a song by yeah. um, Raheem Devon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Raheem Devon. With Boney James. It's a jazz song. Well, uh-huh. he has another one, too. Okay. Because he had an album that just went online. I can't remember it. Okay. But I love the song. And at the end, it's, it's her just saying that piece. He put it okay. to like okay. R&B and all that. And I'm okay. like, okay. hold up, what is this? Okay. But it was her poem that she recited whenever. Okay. And he put it to the song and it was dope. Nice. Okay. But, okay. And she as she said, it's, it's the... It's the it's the the curve in my hips. It's the yes. The how you know the thing she says. Yeah. The flick of my hair. I'm paraphrasing because uh-huh. I don't know the whole poem. But she said I'm a woman phenomenal because of who I am. Yeah. And she's yeah. not talking about how she talks. She's talking about how she looks. How yes. she carries herself. Yes. And all yes. That. Yes. Because good or bad, a woman can get you to do anything you want <laughs> that she wants. That's what I you know my husband told me very early in our marriage. Like I said, we only been married four years, but he just said, Charmaine, you know, you don't understand the power that you have. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I, yeah. I didn't understand the power that I had because, you know, after I got for my first divorce, you know, I was just me and my girls. And right. so I had to take on some of those roles as a provider and I'm the one putting the food on the table. And so it's taken me some time to learn how to really be feminine again, you wow. know, really, really be um, um the woman that I am phenomenally. Right. Wow, that's <laughs> it's, deep. It's, it's taken me some time to learn that and sometimes to my husband's frustration because he wants softness. Right. He wants that. Right. You know, um, and I've had to talk to my dad like that. Am I, you know, am I too hard? You know, um, and I, I had a pastor before that tell, told me that I have um, a dudish mentality. Mm. And I understood exactly that's, what he meant. That's intimidating to men. It, it yes, and mm-hmm. it, it it is, but but these were learned things right. throughout my life um, because I had to become that. I had to become that in corporate America and running a business and um and in in whatever it is teaching my daughters things mm-hmm. um and honestly in in having raised daughters um and still raising a a, a young lady now um. I'm really trying to drill in on that feminine part. Right. I really am because I want my girls to know how to be a a woman and be soft and it's okay. Right. Because when you said to me, be soft, like, well, hold up soft right ain't nothing about me soft (laughs) but that's not appealing to a man right it's not you know i've always had that that hard strong-willed mentality right and i'm i'm trying to learn how to really lay that down for the sake of my marriage For, (laughs) for for me that's that's never bothered me Mm -hmm. so you know when me and your cousin yeah. She shows it. She shows it. She has her soft side. But it's a beautiful thing that, that can kick in right. when it needs to kick in. Right. You know, I mean, we grew up in a family of strong women. Right. You know, and I'm I'm proud of that. Right. You know, but in that strength, um, I personally really didn't get to see the feminine. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> but in in the in. And no, I, I agree. And I, I, like I said, I see nothing wrong with it. But in mm-hmm. in defense of the black woman, mm-hmm. y'all go through so much from childbirth yeah. to the end. Yeah. And that's a fact. Yeah. And in mm-hmm. school, 
Because if you got BDBs, the kids gonna let you know <laughs> if you're not uh, one of the it girls yeah. or you're dark skin mm-hmm. or you got acne, mm-hmm. they're gonna let you know. Yeah. And if you if you're not uh, if your body isn't uh, popped out yeah. at a certain age like the other girls, yeah, they're gonna let you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you guys have to grow up with a certain defense and and the things I just explained. That's with their own peers. Yeah. But then when you get of age and you gotta. Prove yourself in the workplace. Oh my gosh! With, with other other people. Yes. Uh, well, you got to fight. Yes. To to get your respect in the workplace. Yeah. And you know you can have like a administrative position or a supervisor position. Yeah. And they still trying to make you get coffee for somebody else. Yeah. But that's not my job. Matter of yeah. fact, I make more than you. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. But then again. You may not, yeah. even though you're that person supervised. So the mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah. and y'all defense, you guys have to continue to prove yourself yeah. even when you're single mothers yeah. and then single mothers trying to work and yeah. provide for your family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were watching a show the other night called Love and Marriage Huntsville because we watch a lot of those relationship reality shows because we get yeah. a lot of content. Uh, I don't remember the lady's name, but she said that she got divorced and she stayed on the show and um, she was just talking. And the one guy across from her, he said, man, he said, man, you tough. You got a you got a little bit of D. She said, no, I got a big D. Oh, <laughs> and she said, I'm proud of it because she wouldn't back down. Yeah. And the one guy, <laughs> Martel, he told her uh, she talked too much. He said, see, that's why you and my wife, y'all got divorced. That ain't that ain't why they got divorced. Mm-hmm. Got divorced because y'all unfaithful and you scumbags. Yeah. But he, but they was like, yeah, y'all talk back too much. You talk too much. Mm. But look at the stuff they have to deal with. Yeah. She said three weeks after she had her baby, her husband filed for a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. He was yeah. mad at her because he wouldn't take her last name. Yeah. So stuff like that. This yeah. is stuff that you guys have to continue to fight for and continue to do to the yeah. positions you have to continue yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, assume yeah. for your children and for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one of my best friends, he has like five, six brothers, mm-hmm. and all I know is their mom. Yeah, and they okay dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're my boys, but yeah. they, I mean, they, yeah, they take care of their business. Yeah. You know, they ain't like these other fools in the streets. But yeah, yeah. yeah just just in the defense of women and the things you have, you know, I appreciate the strength that you have and. Uh, my wife have and so on and so forth. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I definitely appreciate the mm-hmm. black woman and the things that she has to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a lot. You know, I, one of my favorite authors and man, if you haven't looked her up, Dr. You maybe even know Dr. Joy DeGruy. She wrote a mm-hmm. book called Post Traumatic Straight Slave Syndrome. Um, and it is a interesting read. Um, and she's also on YouTube giving a lecture mm-hmm. about it. And she's talking not you know, she's talking about the black experience, mm-hmm. um, but she goes so much deeper than that because she's talking about the wounds um, from slavery, segregation, and the fact that as black people, we never actually healed from it. Right. So from one generation to the, to another, you know, mom is, pa- grandma has passed down things to mom and mom passed that down to her daughter and daughter to the next daughter where, you know, we, we are never stepping back and really asking, why do I do that? Right. Why do I lash out the way that I lash out? Right. A friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, when my daughters were uh, much younger, she said, Charmaine, why do you yell at your children so much? 
And I didn't realize that my that I'm yelling at them. That was the way that I communicated. Right. Right. But um, but but from someone from the outside looking in, she said, you're yelling at them. She said, you talk at them. Mm -hmm. You don't talk to your daughters. And when she said that to me, I said I didn't get offended. I had to evaluate Mm -hmm. and really pay attention to. Why am I screaming and yelling at my kids all the time? Number one, because I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I had a long day at work. I got to come home and cook dinner. I Mm got to help you. I got to do it all. Right. Right. But that's the same thing dynamic from where I was raised. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom yelled a lot, you know, and that's the first thing that came to my mind is I thought about my upbringing. Right. That was, you know, it wasn't normal because it hurt to be yelled at all the time, um, to feel condemned. Mm-hmm. And I had to instantly change that. Right. Instantly. Right. Because I said, you know what? This is learned behavior. Break the cycles. Break the cycle. Somewhere, somebody, you know, we got a lot to heal from. And, and that particular thing, I had to stop. Yeah. I had to stop that. Yeah, I believe that. It's mm-hmm. a lot of things that how we live and what we experience is, you know, mm-hmm. generational curses or just cycles. Yeah. And people on the outside don't understand that. Yeah. You know, outside of our experience, (laughs) outside of our culture. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and a lot of them don't really Mm -hmm. get introduced to our culture until they either until they either marry in (laughs) or uh, have children. Mm hmm biracial children that's in yeah and then when they yep. see what those experience like oh yeah man i get it yeah but yeah. it's it's but on the outside man people think like you know we just have these issues of like no man this mm-hmm. is our reality but it's amazing even with the experiences whether you're you are brown latino black african-american african mm-hmm. white our experiences are different but it's 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 amazing how the need is the same Everybody in humanity has the same need. We do. Um, And we, to me, it's almost like we're some kind of unearthly thing to have the same needs that you do. But you you have a different skin color and it's almost weird that we have the same needs. Right. Anyway, that's a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> whole different conversation. Wow, we could be yeah. down here for yeah, you know yeah. five hours talking about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so let me uh, hit you with this because before we end, we mm-hmm. always talk about this, and, and you have already kind of uh, talked about it earlier in our conversation when we were talking about submissive wives submitting and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So what we do, we end with reading Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty-two and thirty thirty-three, mm-hmm. and it's the scripture about. Being submissive wife. Yes. My listeners like, man, he doing that again. So what? <laughs> but it's it's good. I think it's good to get a different perspective. Yeah. From everybody. Yeah. That way that person can yeah. read it, study it, mm-hmm. figure it out for themselves mm-hmm. and understand it. Yeah. Because that's that's what the word is. And and like my uh my last guest, Corey Winborn, he said it was good that I gave so much context with it. Sure. Yeah. Because a, a lot what a lot of people do they grab one scripture mm-hmm. and try to live off that yeah and like you can't do that because mm-hmm. the bible is the bible's just not an ordinary book that's right that's you know, the living word of the, god there's <laughs> there's chapters written by there's mm-hmm. different chapters mm-hmm. written by whoever or at a certain time so no everything doesn't go together mm-hmm. but everything connects yeah and you have to do your your research mm-hmm. and my dad say always research your research mm-hmm. you have to study the word you have to 
live the word and teach the word. Yeah. And that way you can you can minister mm-hmm. and be it. So uh, Ephesians chapter five, verse 22, 33. Mm-hmm. Wives, submit yourself to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, mm-hmm. his body of which he is the savior. Mm-hmm. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her mm-hmm. to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. And to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, Mm -hmm. but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason... A man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. What do you think? God, the Holy Spirit just gave me a revelation, Mm -hmm. literally just sitting here. Mm -hmm. And this is for me. Um, I all when I look at the scriptures, you know, as you read that in Ephesians, um, he said to the wife first. Mm-hmm. He talked to the wife first. Why did he put that in that order? Wives, submit yourself to your own husband. Mm. And then he said, husbands, mm-hmm. love your wife as Christ loved the church. Right. And so that just made me realize that I play a very intricate role. This is just maybe for Charmaine mm-hmm. that I play a very intricate role in my husband being able to love me mm-hmm. because when I lay myself down mm-hmm. at his feet and give him my gift, you know, submission to me is a gift and I'm giving him that gift. Right. When someone gives you something, a gift and they love it is so beautiful. You just can't help but to smile and love it. You know, right. if somebody my husband loves fishing, mm-hmm. if I went and bought him this just d- the bomb fishing pole, you know, he going to smile. He going to love that thing, mm-hmm. you know, because I gave it that and it's beautiful that 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 the Holy Spirit put the woman first to submit, lay down. And then to me in turn, in that beautiness, in that, in that beauty, the husband will love Mm -hmm. because like I said, that is an awesome thing. When God tells a man, a mere man, you know, to love your wife as he has loved the church. Mm -hmm. The church is a living organism is living right now. I am the church, right? I'm the church, right? You are the church. Right. But when one thing happens and then the other happens, you have a a beautiful synchronization Mm -hmm. to me of holiness. When I lay down, he loves, right? That'll preach. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. When I lay down, he loves. That's a that's a sermon. Yes, it is. (laughs) Because that's I mean, everybody wants to love and feel loved. And, you know, and submission is a sacrifice. It is. It is. It is a sacrifice. But is it a sacrifice? You got to ask yourself before you enter that marriage covenant. Are you willing to make that sacrifice? Right. And, And for the men. 
are you able to lead mm-hmm. and maturely take take heed of that sacrifice? That's right. Are you able to love that woman like you love yourself? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Would you cut your own arm off and then cut hers off? Yeah. No. Would you muzzle her mouth, tell her to shut up, be quiet? Right. You wouldn't tell yourself that. <laughs> you wouldn't tell yourself right? that. Right. You wouldn't go out. Yeah. You wouldn't go out looking halfway. Mm-hmm. So why would Come you let her now. go out Talk. looking Talk halfway? About it. You Talk know about what I'm saying? It. Talk about it. And that's 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 how we function. That's right. You know. That's now right. she wants to go out looking like little sister. <laughs> that's her. You said little sister. But I, I bet you she got on some champion sweats or some Jordans that I got her or something like that's that. Right. Like you said, we keep it unified. Yeah. And like I said, one flesh. Yeah. We're we're taken apart. Yeah. Man of woman, mm-hmm. and we're brought brought back to one flesh. Mm-hmm. Minister Charmaine, yeah. this was definitely an insightful episode. Wonderful. I enjoyed talking with you. I don't think we've ever talked this much. No, we haven't. Yeah. Not this much. No, not this. We much. We don't laugh this much, <laughs> but not actually talk this much. It's it's a blessing that that you. It's a blessing for me. And I know it's a blessing for my wife who loves you a great deal, mm-hmm. who has, and, I, and I'm going to speak for her, who has truly missed you mm-hmm. and, and your sister. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a blessing for me and her that you, you're here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that's, that's my doll baby right there. Right. And and, that's my um, Tasha. <laughs> you know, things, things happen, but, you know, family is family. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know she. I know she's upstairs, and she's excited that you're here. And you know, oh, I, I, yeah. I appreciate it. I'm glad you reached out. Do you have any websites or anything you want the people to follow, or, um, or you want to tell? I do have a website that is under construction. Okay. Um, it is literally under construction, and the website is Conversation with Christ. Okay. Okay. www.conversationwithchrist.com okay. That is my domain name You, you taught me that Joe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You taught me that <laughs> I ain't come over here for nothing <laughs> Yeah uh, you, Is there anything on your radar People should be looking out for Any ministries or anything Any engagements Wow. Um, anything you want to do I do teach a bible study Assistance through uh, zoom right now We're talking about the kingdom um, of, of the gospel of the kingdom Okay um, so I teach a Bible study on Zoom. I send out an email link. Um, it's, you know, just a few of us ladies on there. But yes, there there are things that um, that that I am not reluctant because God is pushing me into that place where I have been running from. Okay. So therefore, nothing that I can say at this moment, but Lord's willing, I'll be able to share okay. um, very soon. In the future, if you or your lady friends... Want to come on and do an episode? Sounds good. Mics are here. Sounds good. All right. Uh, you can listen to the Two Harks on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. We are currently streaming. This is our episode 11, season two. Minister Charmaine, you are closing out my second season. All right. You are the last for this season. <laughs> Save the best for last. Yes, yes, I did. I did. I think I did. Uh, You can also hear the two harks on WNVU.org at 8 a.m. every Sunday morning. Music, inspiration, and fun. And maybe every once in a while you will hear an inspirational quote for Minister Charmaine. And we are also on GospelImpactRadio.com at 4 p.m. every Sunday. Also music, inspiration, and fun. Playing the latest and greatest in 
inspirational gospel music. At 6 p.m. on WNVU.org, part of the Radio Free Network, you can hear the world-famous Two Harks playing your favorite gospel, R&B, hip-hop, jazz, and soul. So uh, tune in. You can follow us on Instagram at Two Harks and Twitter at M-S-T-A-J underscore H-A-R-K. And I am working currently on a Facebook page, which I think is also just Two Harks. And we'll be releasing some of our past episodes and future episodes. And there's more information. Feel free to reach out. We're always looking for uh, information, guests, co-hosts, and etc. So until the next time we meet, thank you for your ears. the truth.